0: Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride, Pride the Podcast. Podcast featuring special guest, the diva opera singer Sarah Brightman. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time, time to hang with Pride. with to the down the same from the sky, pages We
1: Hi everyone. Hello. Hi guys. Welcome to an all-new episode of Pride the Podcast. Thanks to our friends at DNR Studios, also our friends at Rehab Entertainment, and also our friends at the Mitchell household because oh. we are on location here in Texas. I'm Darrell Anthony. <laughs> and I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm Adam Andrew Rios. And Brayden Bradley will be joining us a little bit later for our interview with the exciting opera singer, world-renowned Sarah Brightman. We cannot wait Ba-da-ba-bam. for that interview. So, guys, we're a little separated right now. I mean, Ashley and I, are, of like, course, like two neck to neck, Tweedledee right. and Tweedledum, as people would call us, but you know, <laughs> we look great. How's everyone doing? Good. I've been
2: playing house with my little boot thing while y'all have been away, so that's been real cute. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all want to explain why we're where we are and how we are and what we are?
2: How we came to be <laughs> separated? <laughs> Together, but separated. <laughs> yeah so what have we been up to guys well you you know I might
0: have I might have had a very special birthday where all of you and amongst others came to surprise me in San Antonio at my house for my birthday my mom and everybody planned this whole extravagant like weekend and it was something i will never forget they surprised me when i came home from the airport and i was completely shocked i dropped my phone dropped my bag dropped everything i was like what are you guys doing here and y'all surprised me you little sneaky bastards yeah yeah
1: honestly it was it was really it was really fun and it was the most well-guarded secret that we've had for maybe two months um yeah we, we we didn't say anything um you know Texas, it was a really interesting trip for me mm-hmm. obviously i was coming here for ashley's birthday but i obviously had to end up coming for my uncle who passed away um so i ended up staying longer in texas than i intended because i'm supposed to be back in new york like already twice mm-hmm. now but mm-hmm. that's, neither here nor there um <laughs> but it was it was a really good weekend and it was it was good to like touch base back in San Antonio mm-hmm. and, and this area of Texas that we haven't been to in a very long time. And, I mean,
0: y'all met, like, all my family. You met all my, well, I have one Texas friend still here, but and Charles was here, because he's working out here, so he was wow. able to join the festivities. Y'all met all my church members, y'all came to the 150th uh, church anniversary. Yeah. I sang my little song. We took I, pictures. I cried a
1: little bit. Yeah, yeah you, you sang your little song. I mean, again, we did have technical issues because your phone. I think we need a new phone. I think we need a new I phone. I do need
0: a new phone. That yeah. should be my birthday present to myself. Yeah. Is a new phone.
2: Yeah. But <laughs> that's, what, that's how I got suckered into my two year plan because I was like, <laughs> It's my birthday. Let Mm -hmm. me get upgrade my phone, and they were like, for twenty dollars, you can get a uh, a watch. And I was like, okay, treat myself because it's my (laughs) birthday. I'm gonna get (laughs) a new phone. I got stuck with like a two hundred dollar bill. You're like
1: twenty four months later. Yeah, I think that's what I want to get for either my birthday or like um, the. I'm a little weird about saying like. I'm going to do it in the future because I think that like, you know, obviously we've talked about grief a lot on this podcast and I don't want to go there today, but like, you know, life is so very short. And I think tomorrow's not promised. And I think so many times we're like, we'll do this in the future or we'll do this another time. I just think that if there's an action that you want to take in the most immediate moment, take that now while while you can, because I mean, life is, life is crazy, man.
0: Mm -hmm. It sure is. It sure is. But it's been great. Having y'all here in Texas, and then I'll hold down the fort while
1: y'all when you go back, Darrell.
0: and then Braden will go back tomorrow. And
1: yeah, I'm mean, seeing y'all. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. yeah we'll be doing that, and um, you know, we'll be back in Christmas.
3: because
2: mm-hmm. um, I was about and, to say, yeah, Darrell, you'll be in New York for like two weeks, and then you'll be gone again.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm back in. I'm back for. I, I was looking today. I'm back for a total of three weeks, and then I mean, I guess because ge- too, because you know? guess yeah, because guess who ain't bought a flight home. Dore, you need to get on that. I do. Oh, I thought you had Oh, you know it. what?
0: Expedia, I think, is having like a Black Friday, so like it's like thirty percent off or something like that.
1: Yeah, I need, I need to look. I need, I need to look like that, and I'll definitely do that after we do this. Um, <laughs> so guys, obviously, a lot of other things have been happening. Um, you know, we did see the Ahmad Aubrey like tr- um trial come to an end and then we also saw the Kyle Rittenhouse trial come in with very different outcomes so That's I just kind one. of want to open up the floor um, Adam I know you've been following both trials very closely mm-hmm. we did see the results you know all together so how did you feel about um, Mr. Rittenhouse getting away with murder? I mean I wasn't surprised
2: um, honestly yeah it was just I was hoping for the best but you know of course the jury let us down um, unfortunately Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, then I got to watch the Ahmaud Arbery, um you know, the K- announcement, K- yeah, the verdict. I watched that K- live K- at work because I wasn't doing anything <coughs> anyway. <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> and so
0: working hard or hardly working? We have a hardly special guest. Guess. It You're was the day before Thanksgiving. Right. Hi, Adam's boss. How do you feel about Adam's comments about him not working?
2: Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was Wednesday. No one was in the office. It was fine. Right, but yeah, I got a, a a notice, and it was like, you know, the jury's reached a verdict. I was like, oh, let me go to ABC, and so I got to read, uh, hear them read off the the verdict. And as soon as they said the first count like guilty, Ahmad's dad like was like, woo, like, thank you, Lord. It was just like, yeah, it was a long time coming. Of course, the judge was like, yeah, we got to get remove him, get him out. Like I said. What I said, like I don't want any distractions. I don't want any hooping and hollering. And if you are, you're gonna be escorted out or be held. But
1: but see, that's not fair. I would like to talk about that. That's not fair because when I watched the Kyle Rittenhouse case, you know, he caught his chest and started bubbling again and and falling over. And and and, and for me, that that was a reaction. I know there were two different situations. I just really think that, unfortunately, because of that, it was in, you know, Wisconsin and everything, the judge seemed kind of crooked. Maybe that's why we had two outcomes. Or do you guys think because it was more blatant, obvious, because they definitely said they caught him, they, they caged him in like a rat in the Mod Arbery case. I mean, both cases were caught on tape. They were. <laughs> but do you, yeah. but I did do some research into this. I have a legal note, Sonny in coston Um, <laughs> I found out that the reason that Kyle Rittenhouse, because what they were trying to do is say that he was racist, but because he killed three white people, that is why that didn't stick, even though they were three white people who were supporters of the Black Lives Matter cause at the
0: time. Yeah, that was the reason why they were there. Right,
1: but because they were not people of color, they were like, well, is he racist? And I'm like, but there's evidence footage of him on Facebook at a Proud Boys' like what a group of proud boys, which is by the way, a stupid name. Yeah. And th- they were at the bar together. So I'm just like, what more proof do you need? But they were actually sticking to color and they use that against us. They say, well, they're not black. So is he See, right? Well, the <laughs> reason, the reason, real reason he
2: won was because they were able to claim self-defense. And yeah, so- that is so stupid. The and then him coming out job. and being
0: like, I support Black Lives Matter. I know the alt-right proud boys are mad. What even I though I, obviously we don't believe him but it's just like he tried to pull a fast one so it's just like well now you have everybody mad at you because now they're mad that you claim that you are for Black Lives Matter and then all the people that know that you are not for Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. were still mad at you so like now everyone hates you
1: right and you look like a thumb um, so that's upsetting Yeah, um, he looks like but
2: a yeah so I was excited to see the verdicts for Ahmad and he did receive justice well yeah, yeah. I mean, the accountability, I,
0: right? Accountability I was gonna say, justice been. would be,
1: he would still be alive. Like, what most people want, um, obviously, is for Ahmad to be alive, right? Um, yeah. and you know, we've had so many black bodies. You know, I'm not even gonna say men versus women, we've had a lot of black bodies die. I mean they've been killed, you know, not even died. They've been killed and, you know, murdered, murdered. Mm-hmm. and murdered. And like going from, you know, we think about the different black trans bodies we've lost, the black women that we've lost. Sandra Bland comes to mind, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and here we are again with Ahmaud Aubrey, And it, it just doesn't stop. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was coming, I was talking to Ashley the day after they rescued me, which we'll talk about a little bit later, <laughs> Um, that it just seems like people make these racist claims and, and they say racist things. And then when they're caught, they're like, oh, wait, I'm not, not racist, but, like, everything, like you but did, you everything you did and said was racist. Yeah. And you're only now scared, and that's why um, Roddenhouse is blubbering like a fool Ugh. because he was just like, I don't want to go to prison. And it's like, well, I know that old saying of, you know what they do to people in prison, but, honey, no one's going to touch you, so you're good. You're good, sis. Like, he's, he's...
0: I mean, I keep waiting, not waiting, but, like, wondering when the day is going to come where someone is going to take, like, revenge or take matters into their own hands. Because I really thought after um, Trayvon Martin, that was what was going to happen to George Zimmerman, or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. I really thought, I was like, someone I was like, someone's going
2: to kill him. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that to happen. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it's just like with these cases, like, I feel like eventually someone's just going to be like, I don't accept this. I'm just going to take care of it. I don't care. I'm I'll go to jail, but this needs to be taken care of. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. you would
1: think that, but then we also have the January 6th insurrection that those people have gotten away with. I don't know if you guys saw um, uh, the Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. She actually made some very racist remarks about uh, Representative Elon Omar um, saying that she didn't have a backpack and she called her a jihab, like making really racist comments. And she now is like, oh, I've reached out to her office. Same thing as Marjorie Taylor Green, actually, um, who also said the same thing. She's like, when they make these racist remarks, are like, oh, I reached out to their office for communication. And it's like, yeah, but you said it, and you're on tape, and you're mm-hmm. laughing, and you're riling up a big audience, very similar to uh, to January 6th. So I don't I don't understand what the end goal is. You, you rile up these audiences, say you're sorry, but their audience is already riled up. Like, they're already ready to do another insurrection. They're already ready to you know, kill another black person, or kill another gay person, or or disrespect another woman. So I don't understand what I don't I don't see how this is gonna stop. I just don't have faith that it's gonna stop anytime soon.
0: Um, I mean, <laughs> it'll never fully stop. Um, I think at least the conversation is happening now. Yeah. And like, even though like I think things are more in the forefront, so like there we have no choice but to be at least a little bit better. And hopefully that'll just keep going up, and we won't stay stagnant. And we won't go back down in the gutter. Like, hopefully, it, it's not going to be fast, but hopefully we'll still keep, like, climbing and being better. When they go low, we go high, yada, yada, yada. But
2: I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I, I don't it, know. Yeah, it's just, like, um, the guy who videotaped the Ahmad Aubrey situation I actually backfired on him because he had done it because... Well, and then claimed he recorded it and then claimed he did it because he wanted to make sure, like, you know, the family knew what had happened or, like, he, the family would receive closure or this or that, whatever. And then what? it backfired. Yeah, like, that's what he tried. Like... originally, that's what he tried to claim. Like, when it all went down, he got on the news with his attorney and was like, I videotaped it because I wanted, you know, to make sure that this was seen, this was something that was going to get taken care of. And so it's
0: like life. you care about the family having closure, but you don't care about the life. Like, mm. that doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. I don't know. zero sense. Yeah. But well, anyway, Thanksgiving. What? What, did we, what did y'all do for Thanksgiving? Right. Yeah, I was, like, I was I
1: just was, about to say that, Adam. I was just like, let's not. We're leave. not even. We're I don't want to give together. that any more time. I was about to say. Changing subjects to Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving food because mm-hmm. uh, Diva First Lady Mitchell, who you may know from uh, the Kitchen Island Tea Podcast, she mm-hmm. actually spoke to us and talked. An award-winning. oh oh, sorry that's why i stumbled because i didn't want to give that but (laughs) award-winning because she's our rival now and she will always let us know that they are an award-winning award-winning podcast podcast. um but i wanted to bring up the fact that about thanksgiving food and leftovers Mm -hmm. how do you guys feel like do you guys think that you can How how long can you eat leftovers because i tell you i personally feel after that one day i was like that's it. I mean, and by one day, the day of. I can't do it. I mean, I think it varies. Like, there are some days where, like,
0: we have Thanksgiving leftovers, and I'm like, yes, we have Thanksgiving leftovers. And I can eat it for, like, three or four days. Mm. And by after, like, the third or fourth day, I'm like, all right, I'm done. But by Monday,
2: then, I'm usually like, eh, I'm done. And then, it. yeah,
0: and then sometimes I'm just, like, the day of, and then I'm done with it.
2: Like, no. you know? I'll, no, like, I will eat stuffing or, and mac and cheese. And maybe and like ham if it's the leftover. Those are like the three things I'll mainly eat. Everything else kind of drops off the radar for me. Yeah. So I can yeah. eat those throughout the weekend and then I'm just like, all right, like that's that's it. That's enough. <laughs> that's
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, my mom was telling me, which I've never um heard of this or eaten it, but she said I guess last year she takes a stuffing and makes waffles. Like she takes the stuffing and adds a little water to it and like makes it into like a patty ball Mm -hmm. and then cooks the, um, the waffles and the, I mean, the stuffing in the waffle maker and then adds turkey on top of it and then adds gravy. And so it's just like kind of almost like chicken and waffles, but it's like turkey and stuffing waffles.
1: Yeah, man. I love the turkey waffles. And
0: then cranberry on the side. And I was like, that sounds delicious. That
2: sounds great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I have like half a pan of stuffing, so. Oh,
0: yeah. Try and see if you can make some waffles. <laughs> but don't
2: try until like, I get that. i need to taste the stuffing to see if it's right. dry then... or not. Well, by the time you get back, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Because Corey's here now. Like, we'll see what happens. Y'all yeah, gonna dig into it. No. I am gonna it... have to
1: make some more. Get into know. it, yeah. Well, if you dig into that, I'm gonna dig in you. I won't. <laughs> so you better make sure that that's not on the <laughs>
0: side. Listen, I did the mac and cheese in a cast iron skillet this year. Yeah. Yeah, I looked right. it, it was, was um really good, and the picture turned out really good. A lot of people slid in my DMs. They were like, wow, that looks amazing. Yeah, um, you should put I, it on
1: TikTok. I, I, I should. should. You should. Hmm. Um. Going into another question about, you know, Thanksgiving gathering and things really quickly. um, How do you do you guys feel like this year is a little bit better in terms of gathering that more people have received the vaccine? Or do you feel like people are a little bit still hesitant to kind of get together in big crowds? Because uh, right now, everyone's really reacting to the new COVID-19 variant, which has been detected in South Africa. Mm -hmm. So there is a new variant that's coming. Everyone's a little bit worried. Do you think that's going to affect the Christmas holidays? any, Or do you think that people Are gonna do what they want to do. No, yeah. I
0: think I think America is over it.
1: Yeah, right now. And like and New it, York we're, can't
2: afford to
0: like shut back down. Like, no, 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 no. We no. Just we're end. just learning to live with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it soon it's going to deplete where it's like COVID nineteen will always be
1: around. but It'll start being more like rarely people will get it. I spoke to someone since I've been home. I will obviously for HIPAA. I'm sure I will not reveal their name, but they caught COVID six times. My God! And they like legit. legit, like legit, they- legit COVID. Um, and I was kind of inquiring. I was like, "Well, are you vaccinated?" Um, I didn't get a really clear answer on that because it was like, well, "Enough to no. know." Well, right. I was like, "Well, so the reason enough. why is because it was coming from another person. <laughs> the person was like, yeah, they are vaccinated now, but they're not sure when they got vaccinated. They didn't. They're not sure if they got vaccinated in the middle of catching all six or if they caught all." That's six not right like now. Phaedra High Class parks.
2: Right. right, that'll right. make What's no mean? sense. I right. might be so,
1: like four so, months so I pregnant, person. I don't, I don't really remember. They it. were just like, <laughs> they were like, I don't know if, because another person was telling me about their friend, they were like, I don't know if my friend got the vaccine after they had caught it so many times, like, oh God, or did they catch it three times and then come back and catch the Delta? They are like, I don't know that information. Mm, and I'm like- But they're vaccinated now. But they're vaccinated now. Yes, they are okay. fully vaccinated now. But I'm just like, so people in Texas really do eat COVID for breakfast because that's breakfast. Like, it, it. sounds like it's
2: because it. uh, what was it? His her cousin who uh, was like, I got the COVID
1: vaccine and my testicles swelled up. Oh, uh, Nikki, whom if you guys aren't checking it out, please watch Real Housewives of Potomac because she is reading the girls. Um, she is reading the dolls. Darling. She's reading them. It's a, it's a very interesting. But yeah, I don't. I, I do agree with you guys both. I think America's over it. Specific yeah. places right. in America's over it, especially
2: Texas. Like well, you see, Texas. did you see that? Like we're at pretty much like pre-pandemic flight, like traveling. Like yeah, the mm. amount of
1: people who are now traveling is basically what we were before the pandemic. Well, because yeah. we, we did need international travel just recently reopened uh, for Europe, so people are doing a lot of Thanksgiving stuff in Europe, and Europe is now like we don't need you over here. And also, please note if you come, you have to be vaccinated. So what I found out, which we've talked about before, a lot more people are vaccinated than we think. And they're also the same people who saying we aren't vaccinated Mm -hmm. and and doing all this ruckus. Um, As we know, ABC uh, recently came out um, and put a mandate in place with Disney and ABC. Uh, Steve Burton, who plays Jason Morgan on General Hospital, and Ngo Rademacher, who played Jasper Jacks, have both been let go from the show for uh, <laughs> declining to uh, do that. Um, my
0: brother, thing. Patrick, actually mentioned that. He was like, Ashley, you you worked on General Hospital. I'm like, you know I have,
1: but okay. Right.
0: <laughs> and he was like, did you hear about the actor that got let go? And I was just like, okay, Patrick, you keeping up with the soap opera news. But I was like, yes, I have. Daryl has. Definitely. Pop or
2: culture
1: baby. Ashley actually, right. actually worked with him in her last scene. Yeah. They actually shared a scene together, and it's very interesting that he was he had COVID I believe twice on set. I was like, like, wow,
0: I was filming with
1: him. Um, it's quite possible. Probably. Um, it, Wait, I don't
0: know, because, you know, we get tested before we go on set.
1: Well, mm. th- there's also a bunch of unceremoniously like um, uh, false positives that has gone on, but you know, here's mm. the thing. Here's what I'll say. Ingo Rademacher and Steve Burden are very different. Steve Burden did apply for a religious exemption, um, same thing that Rockman Dunbar from 911 applied for, um, and neither one received that because, as of right now, the networks are like, we can't, we don't have the bandwidth to talk about your religious exemption because at that point, everyone can apply for a religious exemption. Yeah. Um. So I think that what needs to happen is there do need to be more conversations. Uh, you know, I do wish Steve Burton the best. He's always been great. I wish he was still doing the show. Ingo Rademacher can kick rocks. Um, <laughs> it's great that he's gone. I, I just want everyone to do, think about your loved ones. We've lost a lot in the past two years. A lot of deaths has occurred. Think about your loved ones. Let's see God. if we can, I don't know, sing a different tune this coming year.
0: Um, I think some people can be persuaded, but you know, it's it's a uphill battle and... It is. I mean, we're still coming out on the better side for the most part. For the most part, yeah, For the agree. most part. Like, most Americans are
1: vaccinated. Yeah, most are. And that's what I think. Most are, and they, they say they're not. But listen, this has been a great catch-up session. And as I said, we're hoping that everyone changes, sings a different tune next year. And let's see if we can get a little tune or two from Sarah Brightman <laughs> coming up next. We are super excited to talk to her. And we're going to have Brayden joining in with us. We'll be right back, everyone. Refill your drinks. All right
2: hey pride fam we at pride the podcast want to wish you a happy holiday season
1: remember to spread the joy and live out loud be sure to like follow and subscribe to pride the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts
4: and don't forget our merch which make great holiday gifts so go to DNRstudios.com to check it all out
1: happy holidays with pride
0: Welcome back. I am so excited. We have the legendary, soprano, supreme, famous, all-star, Sarah Brightman. Hi,
4: Sarah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the pod.
5: Thank you. Thank you. What a lovely setup. That's very nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All feeling over the last two years in our... Different case. Hasn't that been crazy?
1: So oh, crazy. Oh, my goodness. So crazy. <laughs> how how has uh, the pandemic for, been for you in London? I've worked with a lot of colleagues out of London, and they said it's been very different than here in the U.S., so how it been there?
5: Uh, it, was, it was difficult. But, you know, it's surprising what you can get together when you're sort of locked down and in and all of those things. And right. I, I actually managed a great deal, so I, I feel one of the lucky ones... Absolutely.
4: So, Sarah, I have um, a few questions for you, but I want to start um, in your childhood, before Hot Gossip, before (laughs) the West End, before you became this legend that you are, did you always know that you had a gift? Did you always know that you wanted to be someone important? How did Sarah Brightman become to be Sarah Brightman?
5: Um, I think, really, from childhood, you know... <laughs> when you're a child things that make you feel warm and happy and familiar and everything and i think that singing was that for me mm-hmm. and of course it was something i could do naturally and of course when i went into the schoolroom when i was a little bit older i found it very easy when we were singing our hymns or doing the prayers that in the morning before we started our lessons, I found it very easy to do, and I knew that the other kids were having difficulties. And everybody would always listen to me, so I think that's how I, how I sort of knew that I had a gift. Yeah,
4: that's amazing. I knew that as well about myself. <laughs> <I'll> Same. <laughs> I think you speak
1: for all of us saying we we know that, but I mean that you you did speak something very true, Sarah, as an artist, when we're very young, we start to notice that we're a little different, and we start to know that you know we're not taking a class as an elective or we're not just doing it because you know our parents are put into it. we really feel the passion behind it, so I completely understand where you're coming from. I think we all do, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah yes, and then you know it's and it's your own unique thing, and it's 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 lovely to have i feel I feel incredibly lucky the gift I have and I really sort of work with it it's my it's my best friend my worst friend Aww. right <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I love it I mean so Sarah I am a fellow opera singer and
5: oh
3: great yes
0: <laughs> I studied at Converse College in South Carolina which now is college Converse University um but wow. uh Yeah, it's such an honor to speak with you. And so it's just like, I have so many questions, but I know we don't have time for all of them. But um, what are you doing later? (laughs) (laughs) So you birthed the legendary character, Christine, from Phantom of the Opera. And it's just it's, it's so legendary. I don't think there is another more iconic role. And so. How has that been after all of these years? Like, is it still near and dear to your heart, or are you over it, or <laughs> <laughs> a
5: bit of all of it? Um, you know, as time goes on, I realize what a very, very precious thing it is, or it was when I was doing it. Because, of course, when I was when I was performing, I was only just really—I was still in training in a way. You know, um, mm-hmm. i was still in my my early to mid-twenties and so it was all part of what I was doing Mm -hmm. whereas now I look back on it I think my god you know that that was an amazing thing that Mm -hmm. musical has become past it's it's a huge thing and and there are many women that sort of take on the part and and they're sort of still doing the same actions although bringing their own feel to it as well and and uh, I was kind of—I suppose—I was amused for it. I was inspirational to my sort of, call him ex-husband or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh,
4: Who are you speaking <laughs> of? Who's your ex-husband? <laughs> 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 but,
5: uh, I think for him. It was—it was a joyous and an interesting time because he—he hadn't really written for anybody um, or watched anybody doing all of that training at the time, which I was doing with my teachers. And, and so I think it was, it, it inspired him to, to work with, with a character, which the, obviously the character in the book, she was, she was turning into something new. Her voice was expanding and, and the Phantom thought saw a way that he could, he could get things to be even greater for her. And uh, so I think it's, it was all sort of like um art mimics life kind of it's Very thing. meta.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Sarah, I have kind of a fun, controversial question because we love having Hot Topics on here. (laughs) So you played the famous role of Jemima in Cats. So what did you think, if you have seen it, of the new (laughs) motion picture Cats that came out? And do you feel that it was disrespectful to the legacy that everyone has done with the stage version of Cats?
5: You know, I didn't see the movie. Um, I knew a lot of clever people and wonderful people were either working on it or in it. Mm -hmm. But I, I didn't get to see it. And so I will get to see it at some point. It's just I didn't at that time. Um, I do you know sometimes for no reason, or there obviously are reasons for it. Maybe things that the experience you have during a live performance—it's—it's—it's mm-hmm. it, it's sometimes a metaphysical one <clears throat> you can't put to film. Yeah. And I think with that particular one, because there isn't really a story story to it, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. explains many things. And I think, obviously, the sort of um, T.S. Eliot, through his poetry and everything he was explaining, were deeply spiritual, and very religious in a way. And they were about human emotions and all of those things, although he did it through these, these poems about cats. Mm-hmm it's very difficult to translate that I think onto film you have to experience it being there yeah, yeah. Right.
1: I agree
5: yeah so I I think you know another maybe another musical of Andrew's maybe Sunset Boulevard which we know as a story it's a very solid story and you can follow the through line through it maybe that would have been that would be a good one to yeah. move <laughs> as a really work right but perhaps a little too sort of metaphysical in a way. I yeah. I
0: agree. It was just like as soon as they announced <laughs> it, I was just like, "How is this gonna work?" <laughs> like, I don't think it's gonna translate well. But
1: yeah, wasn't yeah. Rebel Wilson in that too? She mm-hmm. was a cat. Like, there was a lot of cats. <laughs> a lot of people were cats. It's called Cats, Darrell. It is called Cats. I love it.
0: So, I know that before the pandemic, and now since the pandemic has started, you went on tour. So, how um, was that with your Christmas tour, and and how has that affected, been affected with the pandemic and everything?
5: Well, I actually, I was doing a tour called HIM, which I I got into the United States, luckily, uh, all of North America, and south america and and japan and various places but i couldn't finish it off i was meant to be going to china uh-uh, mm-hmm. the, uh <laughs> April. so it stopped and i managed to um put together as lots of artists did a streaming show of um a christmas show yeah. because really because i wanted to cheer myself up employ some musicians because everyone was suffering a bit yeah. and really just this all feel a bit better, and any fans that wanted to watch it. So I invested in putting this together. We did it in this beautiful, beautiful old church in London. They allowed us to do it and um, put together the repertoire. Um, it went out live, and I the, the uh, response was sort of overwhelming. Um, mm. So that was really fun to do, and I felt really good about doing it. So this is probably why I'm doing my first... Christmas show Yay.
4: amazing um,
5: time of year because it's... sort of all the work was done for it so it seemed a good place to do it time to do it yeah, yeah. it's my favorite time of year as well yeah oh. it is it's lovely
1: I agree. I think that people need a little bit of joy. You know, we've been through a lot. You know, I I don't even know how long we've been in this pandemic. But, you know, Sarah, something I wanted to say, like, I am super excited. In 2015, you trained to become a cosmonaut. So I want to kind of know if you can tell our listeners exactly what that is and how that experience was for you. Because I think that's a really cool fact about you.
5: Oh, God, it's, it's quite a broad question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite complex what happened there. Um, I think really, you know, I just in a nutshell, I mean, I came out of the, you know, I was a child in the 60s, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a promise, even on the back of our cereal packet, that we were going to, that's marketing for you from the Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was a promise that we were all going to go. So, you know, when the first man was on the moon and we were watching it from our black and white or colored TVs, whatever we had then, right? it was, you no, know, it was right. This is, this is something new. This is moving forward. And of course it didn't really happen. So when the experience happened for me many, many years later, and I, I sort of went into it thinking, you know, all the tests thinking, well, this is something I've always wanted to do, but there's no way. I mean, I kind of left my education at age 14, 15. There's no way I'm going to get it. If I won't be strong enough, I won't be powerful. And blow me down, I um, I got through everything with top marks. So I thought, okay, there's something in this. Okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, ended up in Russia and being a cosmonaut in training and then a trained cosmonaut. And it's an incredible experience. It's really, really tough. It's not the same there as as it would be in America nowadays. America nowadays, with with what with what has been putting up and and Bezos and everything, it's a very, very different thing. It's it's much more of if you can imagine flying a Spitfire plane <clears throat> as opposed to you know just sitting with all the controls and the computers sitting in, in a, an airline carrier that we have now. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a completely different experience. And the the Russian experience, although it's, it's much more of an analogue experience, it was much real, much more physical, and, and much more difficult as well, because they haven't changed anything there in the training since the 60s. But I learned a huge amount about myself doing it, huge amount, so...
3: That, well, that's important. that is
4: really cool, um, Sarah. Before we let you go, I just wanted to ask: Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you want to do before you leave this planet? Perhaps go to the moon. I don't know. <laughs> is there a role you want to play? Is there a musical there that a you want to, to write? Broadway? Is there a return to the West End or Broadway? Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, do you know, I I don't know. As 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 I'm sort of like growing in age, I. I sort of feel more and more humble as I go along. Um, Everything becomes much more abstract and and much more amazing than I could have ever expected it to be, and sometimes the simplest thing. And that's... It feels like a journey going going backwards to watch. We're always moving forward, but the journey going backwards actually makes us look at things incredibly differently. And and it's all incredibly, incredibly precious. And that's my only message, really, across to everyone. If anybody
1: cares to listen. I don't <laughs> care. They'll be listening. No, and they will be listening. They're going to be so happy to have you on here. And so we're excited. Your tour is coming. So everyone, please go out and check out Sarah Brightman's Christmas Symphony Tour. It is coming to anywhere near you, North America Tour. I'm so excited about it. Hopefully we can get there. Yeah. That would be great. We yeah. should go. Oh, we that should go. We should go. It's been so much fun to have you, Sarah.
4: Thank Thank you so so much. much, Thank you.
5: It's been an honor. It's been a lovely interview. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of the year. You too. Bye, Sarah. Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs)
2: Hey, Pride fam. We're so excited to let you know that Pride the Podcast now has merch. Showcase your Pride 365 days a year with Pride shirts, totes, stickers, and so much more coming soon to dnrstudios.com. So, show your Pride 365.
0: Hello. Welcome back. Hey. Oh, that was such a like nostalgic moment, like speaking to Sarah Brightman. Like, yeah, you know, she's... being an opera singer, it's just like, wow. I mean, she's she's
1: legendary. She is legendary. Iconic. Iconic. And thank you, Brayden, so much for joining us remote for that. He yeah. had the log off, guys. He had something else. He has dredging up, I'm sure, for an upcoming episode. Knowing right. him. Um, but Adam is back. But Adam is back with us, baby. Um, <laughs> I'm back. I'm I back. We basically recast y'all like right. they did um, Blair on One Life to Live. Adam, I don't know if you knew this, but Blair from One Life to Live used to be played by an Asian woman and they recast over, cast it the Bible. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. And it's just like, what? <laughs> but they made jokes throughout the year. She'd have a memory and it'd be the Asian woman and she'd look off in space and be like, what? They just made a joke of it, which now is probably not okay. So crazy. <laughs> anyway. uh,
0: Speaking of iconic and like musical theater, Sondheim sometimes it has. was very he insane. passed
2: away no, we did we was... lost an icon
0: and I like he was like my favorite like all of his like musicals are like my favorite I feel like we should watch into the woods tonight maybe too yeah um, or,
1: sweeney Todd, like, or sweeney Todd about I mean, that do <laughs> that one of them yeah. I, mean, well, I haven't actually seen in into the woods like I, the movie no no I have but I think I've only seen it once when we saw the theater I don't think it's been like, something mm-hmm. that I like continued watching multiple times
0: i mean you know it's better to watch the like light performance
1: of course one like, of yeah. So joanna like... gleason. yeah joanna gleason um yeah i burned Bernardette. Uh, i did see vanessa williams actually do it as well uh-huh. same like, yeah. she
2: was the witch uh-huh mm-hmm. and she looks great yeah for sure it's very oh, sad. well
0: rest in peace on time i'm glad I, so when i did carnegie hall that was my first concert was like a sondheim tribute oh and so i got to be like i didn't like personally need him like shake his hand but like we performed together mm. in a in a roundabout way so i'll always cherish that yeah mm. that's it's so, so nice fun. we, yeah. conti- we
1: conti- you know we continue to lose icons and and you know special people in our lives so hoping that we continue to find ways to remember them and you know Sondheim will live on long after he's gone. Oh he there he
2: there's a on. concert like in the works right now like yeah
1: for sure. Probably a, and a movie
2: that Lin-Manuel would produce no. Right. <laughs> but no isn't he he had like his like he re- appeared in that new like tick tick boom boom I, yeah. yeah tick tick so boom, boom. I, so actually Adam
1: I'm glad that you pivoted to that um it has gotten really rave reviews for being Lin-Manuel's first directorial piece, I believe that is. And yeah. he's, he, like, people like it and they were very much surprised by Andrew Garfield's performance. Yeah. That's what and I they're, hear.
0: They're saying, like, every person who's ever been on Broadway is in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, there's so many cameos. I haven't actually watched it yet. Yeah. but I know um, definitely Ruben Vega
1: is for sure there.
0: Yeah, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to watch it uh, ASAP.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see that. Um, there's news out. I'm excited. Get ready, guys. I believe it's December 18th. And Just Like That, which is the Sex and the City sequel, will be dropping. So please go check that out. Oh, my God. Oh, um, wow. I'm, 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 I'm so excited. excited. We're, we're excited to see what happened to Samantha. Although, if you go online the truth is already out there and they've already told you. So that should be an interesting meta season, so to speak. Um, also, you can catch Elizabeth Berkeley, Lauren actually, who was in uh, Showgirls playing Nomi Malone. She's mm-hmm. actually in the new season of Saved by the Bell on Peacock and she gives a tribute to her Showgirls performance. <laughs> so, you're not know, gonna give Oh, I think
2: I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, I gotta give you guys a little bit of TV update. And y'all know my favorite, Mar Devil, is edited again and was unmasked <laughs> today. And it is delicious. So, please go check out that. And a uh, very Salem Christmas, which Days of Our Lives gets their first movie ever, will be coming out as well in December. So, we have a lot of things to look forward to coming out. Oh, thank you, Daryl, for that update. <laughs> thank see, you for a TV update. You were, oh, and <laughs> Huber, congratulations! That should have been in a TV update. Lamar right. Hubert, congratulations! Oh yeah, oh, that um, is another one. Yeah, he won Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah, and it's I think it's the first male um, uh, athlete, athlete, male straight athlete, I believe it is that. that, that there was a couple That's of definitely headlines. black male athlete <laughs> for sure that. Um, so very excited to see that. Yeah, and he's he's really good.
2: I know I saw a lot of people on uh, Twitter were upset that JoJo didn't win. But
1: I mean, I mean, Jojo has won so some of the things she has a new show out right now where she's helping inspire other dancers to, you know, live in their truth. And, and I think that Jojo is going to be just fine. The same way I knew like Shangela did not need to win Drag Race <laughs> because she's more popular than those yeah. who have won. Well, it's just like these competitions
0: like Drag Race and like Dancing with the Stars. It's like more than we're not necessarily looking for the best dancer right we're looking for the person that like learned the most yeah. That that's uh, honestly a popularity concert like who's most popular yeah like who's the most like entrancing like yeah. you know Jojo Siwa's great but it's just like where he knows she can dance like that's not a surprise Iman Schubert though
1: that is a surprise is, he's marketable as exactly. a straight black man who embraced some femininity in some of his dances mm-hmm. but like he and he was able to be as tall as he is Dancing with his uh, partner, who's very short. Um, so, but you know, JoJo made headlines other ways because she was the first female to have another the same-sex partner to dance with. Mm-hmm. So I think JoJo Siwa is is gonna be okay. She's- oh yeah, sounded- I wasn't like <laughs> worried about fine. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, people uh, felt the same about Sabrina Bryan though when she was, um, you know, let like go with. I'm gonna connect this. So, as you know, <clears throat> in Cheetah Girls, Adrian Bylon uh, starred with Raven Simone, and she also made a cameo in later seasons of That's So Raven. while Raven's Home season five is being rebooted, and Alana is back, baby, to torture Raven Baxter and her son Simone. <laughs> I can't wait. I wonder we're so gonna think insulting. that. I wonder though, guys, real quick, is we're is we're gonna act like that Raven never had a daughter, or like like they kind of did with her and Corey, because they act like Corey. Not our Cory, but Cory on the show. <laughs> like, wasn't her brother. Cory in the house. Like, <laughs> they, they, he acted like that wasn't a thing. So I don't know.
2: What do you think? I think that they're probably just going to be like, oh, she's going to go stay with her dad for like, you know, to finish school. <laughs> or I don't know. Like, I'm sure they'll send her away to boarding school. She, right. she, she and- didn't want to
1: leave Tess because they like fell in love. Uh, you
2: know her little <laughs> neighbor friend who's a
1: little, y'all kept saying she's lesbian. <laughs> she's funny balloon? Yeah.
2: <laughs> she's a little funny. <laughs> Did y'all see, um, the parade at all? The Thanksgiving Day yeah. Parade?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, y'all yeah, saw, you see, uh, our girl Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus?
1: Yeah. tips? y'all surprised she was no.
0: singing, like, that old-ass song. I mean, it's great.
2: Well, because I think it was because it was the coach. Um... She was on the coach float. Mm -hmm. And also her new single is not appropriate for the parade. Right, right, right. right. Talking about, you can take my coconuts, put them in your mouth, put them in your face. It's really
1: dumb. The song is kind of dumb. I actually had to... (laughs) um, so I had an annoying, exp- I don't want to say annoying, because I mean, that's going to sound really bad, but we were watching the parade, and everyone kept being like, how far is that from your house? Where's that at? What's that place? Have you ever been there? What's that look like? And, and I was just like, Sigh. I was like, I mean, yeah, and they're like, how far? And I'm like, I mean, in a good day on a train, maybe like 30, 40 minutes, I don't know. And I was like, like, but... I I I haven't had that feeling in a while where I've came home and people have asked me all these questions about New York and you mm-hmm. know my time in General Hospital and all of that and I really got that this time and again as I say it can be a little annoying but it felt good for me to remember my love for New York and yeah. to be like
0: hey yeah I have been there that's cool That's a great thing about New York I I felt like like recently we've been taking the train a lot more like there was a time when we like obviously because of covid and stuff Like, we were taking a lot of cabs. Mm -hmm. And we still take cabs, but I feel like we've kind of, like, gone back to, like, taking the subway. And, I mean, nothing will give you a New York experience, like, being on the subway. And so, yeah. I've started.
2: Huh? Sorry. No, I was going to say, I've started buying, like, weekly Metro cards again.
1: like. Yeah, I haven't
0: done that in eons. Adam,
1: and but... I'm surprised I didn't have to stomp and yell at you to do so. You <laughs> literally do not like... Adam does not like buying Metro cars because as he feels the right to, and he's 100% right about, it, we're getting cheated out of the subway system. Like It's just like so... I see so many people jump the thing. Not that I'm saying that's right. I see people getting let in all the time. I just feel like for something that doesn't run as accurately as it's supposed to run, why am I paying you this much money? Right. It yeah,
2: I the other day like mine had expired and i was like i don't want to get a whole new weekly because i'm only going to work tuesday and wednesday so i was just like i'll just being in but then you know there were a a, a one or two rides that were free because the door was open so i just scooted on in slid on in Mm -hmm. yeah so it was like you know whatever but then we like Shirav and i went to the park so i was like okay well i'm gonna use it for the park and then back and then i'm gonna go check on Braden's funky cats, so for <laughs> that.
1: Not and the funky cat. I'm gonna use it on
2: Saturday, so that, I was like,
1: "Daddy and Max had a tour of the house."
2: <laughs> no, they were actually like really like the house looked great. They had plenty of food. I just had to replace the water, you know.
0: Yeah,
2: standard. Yeah, fed the fish. Okay. We always forget the
1: fucking fish, and I always walk out of the apartment. I have to walk back, and when I walk back in the fish (laughs) meets me nose to nose at the tank. It's like, they're like, "Hello, you forgot me. Is anybody there to feed me?" that is wild so before we go i want us to give one thing that we're thankful for because it's been a really trying year um you know one thing we're all very definitely thankful for is our fans and people out there that listen to our episode we we really really appreciate you guys yeah Yeah, thankful
2: for you guys Continuing to come back and listening, buying our merch. Mm -hmm. Keep Pride Pride. Alive. Yes. Keep Pride Alive (laughs) 365.
0: Wow. I love it. (laughs) I mean, I am grateful. I mean, obviously I've had a recent, because of my birthday, I've had a recent outpouring of love from family and friends. So, like, I'm extremely grateful for each and every one of you. Anybody that was a part of my birthday celebration and even not. And, like, I'm just... I'm just grateful for like the amazing people that's in my life. And I'm grateful that the pandemic is, is, is slowing down and that we are able to like hold our loved ones close and, and well, be
1: in good health. Well, know? it's definitely, you know, it's definitely um banding together where we're starting to, you know, spend time around our loved ones, at least that um, other than that, you know, that's, uh, Definitely
2: what we feel thankful for. I'm thankful for, um, you know, my health, my friends and their health. Uh, I'm grateful for this new, thankful for this new job. Um, I'm thankful for the, you know, the outpouring of love I've received over the last couple months, you know, dealing with a, a loss in the family. This was the first holiday without our sister. So it was a little weird, but you know we kept it together kept it cute yeah um but yeah and i'm just very thankful for being able to say we made it through the like harshest part of a pandemic
3: (laughs) yeah you know we
2: we made it to the other side thank god you know a lot of people didn't a lot of people lost a lot of loved ones we're
1: survivors yeah we are We are. I'm a survivor. Before <laughs> we go, I do have a legal note from one of our producers. Uh, there was a statement made earlier that Iman Schubert was the only and first black male to win Dancing with the Stars. A legal note has came in. We do have Derek Driver, Hein Ward, Apollo Antonano, and Emmett Smith, who have okay. all won.
2: So I was like, when you said it, I was like, I'm pretty sure Emmett Smith won Like, yeah. one of the yeah. first Yeah, and seasons. I actually knew
1: that Emmett Smith for sure yeah. won, but what it was is technically there still are <laughs> articles that are also incorrect and I hope they listen to Pride the Podcast so they can fix their headline that <laughs> have stated and put out there right that he was the first and only to win. We did we just didn't pull that from the air. So, right, yeah. So you know it, it is out there and I definitely think that, you know, journalistic integrity is very important. So you know, like everyone, Pride the Podcast makes mistakes. Everyone do your research before you say something. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and, you know, do that for all forms of media because I think it's important that people are listening whether you think they are or not. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. And so, then we don't want
1: to be peddling fake news, you know. We, we do not do fake <laughs> yeah, news for fake not. news. You can check out Tucker Carlson on Fox News. <laughs> uh, thank you guys again for another episode of Pride the Podcast. Please go ahead and follow us at Pride the Podcast, Pride the Series, all social media. You can also... Um, Call us with any questions, comments, concerns at 844-255. <laughs> that might be a little delayed, but hey, it works. Whatever. Um, So definitely that. Um, You can also send us an email at prideseries at gmail.com. Please go get our merch at ShopDNR. Mm-hmm. Search for Pride the Podcast. You, We got sweaters. It's cold. Get some sweaters so you can snuggle up with your baby, baby boo. it's
0: cold outside.
2: Mm, that um, tongue's canceled, right? Um, it,
0: it's been reinvented. Yeah, like I know Kelly Clarkson and uh, John Legend did a different version.
1: Yeah, they did a more that's um, not creepy. A more consenting version. That's what. It was. Yes, mm-hmm. it was like no, I want to stay. I want to stay inside with you. And he's
0: like, I can call you an Uber though if you want.
1: Yeah, but I want you to stay. Right, and he's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I love him. Uh, follow me, Daryl <laughs> Anthony. I am Daryl Anthony on Instagram, Daryl Anthony on all of the social media. Thank you guys.
0: You can follow me at Ashley Aaron M on all social media. And yeah. Oh, and Venmo me if you want. I
2: don't know. Word. <laughs> you can find me, Adam Andrew Rios, at Poppy with a zero on Instagram and Twitter. My Twitter is not safe for work. Mm-hmm. Again,
1: you're back on your bullshit.
2: I mean, it's just, you know, I follow too many people. I had to like lock my account because I was like, I don't need people at work. Trying to search for me and my Twitter comes up and. Adam, you like,
1: actually need an alt account, I think.
2: I might change. I might put this one as my alt and create like a new, like. A have box I wine poppy like, be your alt. Yeah, be my my alt, and then, get like an actual Twitter. Like, and be like, like I'm a the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, but people love box wine poppy. Yeah,
2: that's true. I don't know. I have to think. I'll pray on it yeah pray on it and get back to me in the morning so you guys yeah send me you know your opinions what should i do should i keep it should i change it to an all yeah y'all yeah, let me know okay
0: okay and thank you okay. so much to our special guest sarah brightman what an amazing time speaking with her and please check her out
1: and go see her concert if you can make it out there
2: Thanks, Sarah.
1: Thanks, Sarah. (laughs) Um, And again, thank you all out there. Hold your loved ones closed. Remember to be thankful. And we'll be back to you next week with an all new episode of Pride the Podcast. Bye. Bye, Bye.